Hi, this is George Denholm. And this is Dustin Weber. Welcome to the 5x2 Podcast, where each week we discuss Christian discipleship. We hope that you'll find this podcast interesting and informative, but also challenging as you strive to grow in your discipleship to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. For this week, we're going to be talking with Abby Schieffer, Sylvia Sass, and Rachel Coleman as we will be continuing our discussion on 5x2 in the home. So Rachel, Abby, and Sylvia, thank you for joining the podcast with us. And to just get us started, uh, can you share a little bit about yourselves? And Sylvia, if you want to go ahead and get us started, that'd be great. Sure. I'm a student at Columbus North, part of our Venture Youth Program. I do cross-country and track, and, you know, I love my family, all the regular teenage things. All the regular teenage things? Aren't aren't teenagers normally I hate my family? (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe it's a little different. All right, good, good. All right, we want to make sure you love your family. That's good. I go to. I'll represent East here. Everyone else goes what, to wait North. Wait a minute. Now you got to say your name first, so we get to know who you are. Oh, okay. I'm Rachel, and I represent East in this group. I also attend youth group every Sunday, and I do not do any sports, but I do. I'm gonna have to bring it up. I lead spin classes downtown. And I work at Ramen Alley with Tony and Bonnie Wickman, and that's pretty much what occupies all my time. Spin classes where at? Uh, Sky Sport Fitness. Where's that? Uh, It's on Washington Street. Hey, so I'm Abby. Um, I am a student at Columbus North High School. I'm a junior. I participate in track and field. I throw shot put and discus. I really enjoy spending my time with friends and family. I also show animals at the county fair, so I have cows and pigs. I do a lot of babysitting. Now, you show cows and pigs. Do you do any of the other like crafts or any projects? Um, I used to do some of those, but Animals takes up a lot of my time, so I usually just stick to that. They show at the same time, or do you have different schedules for those? No, they're all on different days. So the cows show on Thursdays, and then the pigs show on Tuesdays. So there's no overlap, and you can take care of them all. Yeah. I'm going to back up. Two of you at North, one at East. How did you choose North? How did you choose East? So get get a minute to think about it. How did you choose which high school you're going to go to? I hate to say it. Actually, I don't hate to say it. North is the better school, but I mostly went there for cross country because they have a really good program, really good coaching staff. So yeah. It was for the coaching of cross country and the team's reputation. Yeah. I know you're going to say your school is the best and we have two (laughs) excellent schools in Columbus. We also have an excellent school in Hope and an excellent school down in Seymour, but everyone's kind of partial to their own. Why did you choose East? So a big reason was all my brothers went there. We also live really close, but I like the open atmosphere at East. I have resource and like today I left at like two. And so I can go home, work on homework. And I just felt like it was very welcoming and all the teachers are very understanding of everything that you need. And I just, I really like the open atmosphere. So I chose North. Well, my dad teaches there, so he teaches math at North, but my mom actually went to school at East. They definitely gave me the option, and I I liked North better. I also liked East, but it was just really nice like having my dad there, and that was just kind of like a comfort thing. So. All right, now, I might be putting you on the spot. Sylvia and Abby, do you guys hang out together at school, or are you in two different kind of circles? No, yeah, we have classes together, or yeah. we have advisory we together. Um, we've had that together since freshman year, so every day. Every morning at 9.13, yeah, 9.13 a.m. Okay, so you're one time during the day? Uh, we also have math together. Yes, that's true. Because yeah. okay. so. uh, I know there's sometimes your schedules don't match up and you're in different activities. You yeah. might not run into each other. Yeah. And North is a big school for a small town. It is. Let's back up. Tell me a little bit about your family, each one of you. I'm going to go backwards. So, Abby, can you tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah, so I 
have two siblings. I have a brother and a sister. My brother is a freshman, Drew, and my sister's in seventh grade, Sydney. And your parents, your mom works? <laughs> yes, my mom, sorry. <laughs> my mom works at St. Peter's. She's the assistant principal here. And then, like I said earlier, my dad teaches calculus at North. Rachel? I have three brothers. They're all older. I'm not going to name their ages because that would take a second for me to figure out. My mom is a stay-at-home mom, and my dad, he works somewhere in... <laughs> Like far away. <laughs> he works from home, so it's like a little office, but he's like based in like Illinois. So I don't know what he does. So but. you're the baby and the only girl. So yes. you're, you're spoiled, right? Uh, of course, yes. <laughs> All right, as long as you admit to that. I will admit it. <laughs> um, and then my family, my mom does marketing for Eli Lilly up in Indy. And then my dad works from home. My mom is involved. She's involved in church council. And then my dad is a Sherpa at venture siblings you didn't oh, say it's about yes. your siblings hazel is going to st peter's right now she plays basketball and volleyball and she's doing track at central right now and then vincent is at north with me and he plays tennis and does a lot of lifting vincent's younger than you mm-hmm. okay. they're both younger so we have two oldest and one baby yes right. yeah i'm just the oddball <laughs> Well, we just want to get to know you. The folks that are listening really like to get a little background before we start talking. And so let's go ahead and just jump into our program then. In the last couple episodes and the next couple episodes after you guys, we've been talking about our 5 by 2 growth program, but how it happens at home, how discipleship happens at home. And so I wanted to kind of get you to share with me as, as students in high school, that are still connected to St. Peter's. Uh, what are some of the things that happened in your home? How did was the faith lived out for you guys as you grew up? Let's start with Sylvia. Growing up, we would go to church every Sunday. I think my parents did a really good job of leading by example. Uh, they were always good about reminding us how important it was to be strong in your faith. Um, and they were really good about putting us in programs like Sunday school and VBS and now youth group. And they've just always been very supportive of us being involved in the church and that being a big part of our lives. Rachel, you ready? I am ready. So we also attended church every Sunday and I loved going to Sunday school. Kind of forgot what it was for a second. Um, Just seeing all of our friends when we were younger. We used to do um, family devotions after dinner and we'd do like a trivia sometimes. I always lost. I never, I never got it right. And yeah, they did also led by example and just, they taught me that I need to find my own faith and not just like following, like I guess following their steps, but also build my own. And so that was also very helpful. And then Abby, last but not least. Yes. So we also would go to church every Sunday. I loved going to Sunday school. I like, I was very involved with like leading the Pathfinders, I think is what it was called. (laughs) So yeah, my parents have always made it a priority. We would do devotions after dinner and they just like the other two said, they really led by example and really showed, I feel like they showed me what it would, what it looks like to be a Christian and prioritize that in your life and really live out your faith. Sylvia, I heard you give a testimony at the youth yeah. banquet yeah. and you made a comment about one for a while, you were really not liking to come to church. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that was, I think during COVID it was online church. And I think being in person at church and being in person and really living out God's plan for you in the church is super, super important. Being kind of taken away from that and having the option to kind of sleep your way through online church or go make breakfast during online church really created that rift. I started to seek more kind of like happiness in people and things rather than God. And so I think 
having your own faith is super important. And I think my parents were a big part of bringing me back to that. But yeah, for a while there, it was a little rough and I had to kind of figure things out on my own. There's no embarrassment in this because we've had adults that have admitted to those times. Rachel, you ever had that rebellious streak where you didn't want to go to church or... No, nope. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> all right. Would it have been an option in your house? I feel like it was always like we all went as a family. But I mean, if you didn't get something out of it, they couldn't force you to. But I feel like I've always paid attention and I like to take notes and like doodles. So they've definitely made it a priority for us always to go all together. But I think if there was like a huge reason why I didn't want to, they wouldn't like just force me to go. But yeah, they've always encouraged it. And Abby, do you ever feel like there was a time when you didn't want to go? I wouldn't say that I didn't want to go, but maybe not always paying attention the closest and not always getting something out of it. But I feel like my parents encouraging me to still keep going and trying really helped me want to learn and to get more out of it. So now, ladies, you are all old enough now that this is kind of the time we see a lot of high school kids start drifting away. You probably know friends of yours that have kind of drifted away from church, but all of you have stayed connected. If there was one thing that you would say in your mind, this is what what helped me stay connected to St. Peter's. Was it your family? Was it your friends? You know, if there was one thing, maybe there isn't one thing, maybe there's 12. Sylvia, you got one thing that you can think about? I think realizing that you can make your faith your own. It doesn't have to be someone else's faith that you borrow. So it's being involved yourself in your faith life that made mm-hmm. you want to stay connected? I think mine was surround, surrounding myself with people that build me up going to venture and our Sherpas are like the best Sherpas ever. And so they really help build you up and you do have your own faith, but there are people there to guide you through it. I'm going to stop, remind people who, what a Sherpa is. Cause there are some people that know that and some people that don't. So a Sherpa is. It's basically an adult that walks alongside of you. Yeah. And yeah, one yeah. of our Sherpas has been with us since like first grade. And who is oh, that? Yeah. Valerie Lane. Valerie yes. Lane. Okay. Yes. Basically right. our youth leaders. Youth leaders. So, are with us so the, every week. So the older generation might've called them youth leaders mm-hmm. or counselors, yeah. mm-hmm. but the idea of the Sherpa, and I think you mentioned it, they walk alongside you more. They're, they're more actively involved in your mm-hmm. life, right? They lead yes. our small group discussions every week at Venture. Yeah. We like, we have, Mike leads a big discussion and then we break off into small groups and our Sherpas are the ones that lead that small group discussion and really check in with us and okay. text mm-hmm. us throughout the week and yes so abby you be talking a lot about the sherpa is that something that's connected you or do you have another thing that's really yeah i was definitely gonna say venture has been a really big part of keeping me connected to the church in our vision 28 we've been talking about growing younger mm-hmm. and growing deeper and so it sounds like your sherpas help you to grow deeper mm-hmm. um as we look at the congregation trying to be able to grow younger what does that mean to you the congregation we're going to grow younger i'm putting you really on the spot oh yeah so dustin what does it mean to you (laughs) um i think it's it's just finding those different ways to get to know and ask questions from from younger generations and really from everybody but it's just what are the needs and just truly getting to know people's stories. Obviously, that's for growing younger, but I think it goes for, for all ages. It's just getting to know people's stories because 
we can generalize different generations and things like that, but there's differences within all generations too. And so just trying to find out what are those ways that we can best connect, but really what it comes down to is just genuinely caring for people and, and getting to know them. And as we a few years ago did a, you know, did some questions and research on the millennial generation, it really came down to, again, because it can be all, all across the board in, in different ways, whether it's worship style or different things like that, but the common themes seem to be authentic authenticity and so just being real being genuine and just trying to to meet people where they're at and to help them understand that Jesus meets them where they're at and that Jesus is the one that transforms so people don't have to try to figure it out themselves it's you know Jesus is is the one that that changes us and transforms us and so yeah I think just getting to know people ladies are anybody ready no yeah I love that I think Growing the church younger it kind of aligns with what Dustin said, but just translating all this big Bible talk and Jesus language into something that is more comprehensible, like something like a simple phrase like God is love or God accepts you wherever you're at. And I think that's perfect. Anybody else want to add to that? Yeah, I would just say engaging the younger generation as well and helping them be on fire for Jesus because they have that childlike faith and really playing into that. And like Dustin was saying, really just hearing everyone's story and making everyone feel loved and welcome and feeling like they have a place in the church is really important to engaging them and making them to want to come back. Yeah, I'll go off what Abby said. I really like the childlike faith. I think it's important for the older generations to engage with the younger generations and show them like what they know because the younger they are on fire for Jesus and the older generations are very wise and can teach them a lot. And so I think they just need to kind of like collab together and it can be something really great. So now having said that, then the question that we actually you to think about is what are some things that our congregation could do to make it more collaborative, engaging, simpler, childlike? How can we make sure we engage youth? I think already we've done a great job. I mean, with three new pastors in the last like year or so and a new worship leader. And even though it's a lot of new and sometimes that change can be a little bit hard to process, I think it's a good new, it's a good change. I love our pastor staff right now. I think they're doing a great job and music, especially if you were at the Easter service, Daniel did an amazing job. He did so well. So that was just lovely to see. That was really engaging, although I don't have any critique for now. Let's back up based on that question. You went to the 11 o'clock service on Easter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel, which services did your family go to? 9.30. 9.30? What did you think about the music in that? It was a different style. Yeah. I think it's it was like more traditional, which I think is sometimes like hard for younger kids. It's not as engaging, but I also think it's very like moving to experience that. Abby? We went to the 11 o'clock. Because? <laughs> I was serving in the Easter okay. breakfast. <laughs> All right. And, you know, I know, I just know like that Easter, they always blow the roof off with mm-hmm. the music, no matter what service you go to. And yeah. so mm-hmm. it's just super cool when everyone's just singing loud and just being excited about their faith. Abby, uh, Rachel, have you got anything that you think that the, the congregation could do to be more inclusive or more inviting to youth? I think with what we said earlier, just the difference between the 930 and the 11, still having that like difference, like there's still a service with traditional, but there's also a service with a lot of new. That's good for representing all people and being inclusive to all people. Do you prefer the more contemporary service? Yes. Yeah. Great. Abby, 
Well, I was just going to say a little bit, going off of what Sylvia was saying, the Night of Praise, I've really enjoyed going to yes, those, and my family is... has really been enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Just a different way to connect with different group of people, maybe in a less intimidating way, in a more chill, inviting environment. Rachel, do you have a preference of worship style? Um, I would probably choose the contemporary but i also think it's really great to experience the traditional especially on easter it just seems something that's so Mm -hmm. like has such deep roots and so bringing that with it just feels really good sometimes did any of you go to the good friday service that was more of the night of praise style i did yes abby what'd you think about that i really liked it i actually went to both i went to the 12 15 and the six o'clock in the den so it was i really appreciate the still having both options because like Rachel was talking about, I think it's really good and powerful and moving sometimes to go to the more traditional services, but also the newer option of some of the more contemporary. I really enjoyed both, but the one in the den was very powerful and very moving for me. Well, I'm going to ask another question. It's not on here. You, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll have to give me a, a hard time later just, on. Dustin. Just throw, throw it back to George. If you don't <laughs> answer. Within a worship service, what is it that really grabs you? Is there one part of the service? Is it the music? Is it the message? Is it the people that are around you? What part of the service grabs you especially or, or really helps you in your in your faith walk to grow or feel closer to Jesus? I think mine would be is when I experience church services where the sermon is based like out of the Bible, where it's off a whole passage. And then my favorite is probably like the ending of a message. And just like they wrap everything up, they connect everything together. And I think that's just amazing. Like, the whole message is great there's so many little details but when they sum it up like occasionally if you doze off and you just catch the end like you still get so much out of it and i think that's great and you said you were a doodler during the message yeah. <laughs> well and, and there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people have those kind of things some people like to take notes and i noticed lately there's more people they're getting into doodling where they're actually drawing what they hear and it's yes. a memory aid mm-hmm. so when you doodle what is it it's just like whatever they're talking about like for easter like I drew like the whole scene of like the cross and just like whenever I would write down words, I like to make it fancy and like I'll go back. I have a notebook for different sermons and I'll go back and read it. And I just like looking and visualizing it and remembering what we were talking about. I think it puts it all together. Go ahead, Abby. Probably the music. I really enjoy the worship. I just, I feel like that's one of the times that I feel closest to God. And so being able to experience that with other people as well is really powerful to me. But I'm also with Rachel on the message. I, and I also like to doodle, but mine is more just like words, like to make the words kind of fancy and it just helps engage me, I think throughout the whole message. All right, now we're back to Sylvia. Are you a doodler? Oh, I am not. I do love a good sermon that hits home, really, that I can really relate to. And that can't be all the sermons. But what I would say really engages me and really makes me feel closer to God is definitely the music. I love whenever our worship team like really gets into it, like our guitarists and Daniel, they're just really good about showing that they're passionate through their music, and I love that. All three of you sing during when we sing at church? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like a, a silly question, but I'll look around sometimes, and I see people that are just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, let me back up. Now, it's maybe not a fair question for girls because – I seem to see it more with boys where dad doesn't sing, so the boys don't think they should sing either. Mm-hmm. Do all your dads sing at church? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I hear 
Scott at like at like he's standing next to me. I can hear him. I'm like, oh my. But it's great. I I think it's funny. Scott is your dad. You just yes, referred to yeah. your dad by his first name. Sorry, so. I I do call him Scott in front of other people because I think it's less confusing. Instead of dad. Yeah. How about moms? Your moms are all singers. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you would say all three of you have a singing family, or do, mm. what? Do you, with your brothers, are they? No, they're not singers. Not a, and they don't even <laughs> pretend to sing, or no. You're, you're telling tales on them. <laughs> Does Drew sing? Yeah, I I think so. I think that. He definitely tries to stay engaged, and if he knows the song, he'll sing. All right. How about Vincent? No. He is he is not a singer. He's usually just kind of straight-faced, like All right. So now, now you can give me an opinion. Why is it that boys don't seem to like to sing as much as girls? Because we have a man as a worship leader. Are they embarrassed because there's girls listening? Yeah, that maybe, and like... If the song is high, if they have a deeper voice, then they might not feel like they can sing it. They don't know enough about music to drop down an octave. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, what yeah, does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Drop it down an octave? Yeah. I, I have no musical uh, That's when I knowledge. go. Want to go real low or want to go really high? <laughs> I can do a couple octaves. Never on tune, but you know. I, and I, I guess that was one of the things. I, maybe when I was in junior high and high school, I was a little more conscientious or self-conscious about singing i don't care yeah. anymore anymore yeah. so when i stand next to certain people that sing loud i sing really loud so <laughs> See, i need somebody to lead me for me yeah. i i have no singing ability whatsoever so if the music's loud then i feel like i can sing louder but mm-hmm. if it's quieter like i'm gonna sing quieter because i was like i don't want people to hear my horrible yeah. voice trying to sing this song but um, i do think there's something to sometimes like i will stop singing but it's intentional because I, I enjoy hearing everybody else around like there's something yes. powerful to me I um, that. for that is just hearing the congregation singing where i can just kind of stop and listen and, and just yeah kind of hear everybody Mm-hmm. Now, when you're at youth group, you guys sing in that, right? Oh, yes. yeah, now, for sure. Do the guys sing there? I think so. I yeah. think so. I think that that is like for them maybe more of a comfortable environment that they feel like. Yeah. It's also really loud and dark in there. And it's so, very upbeat and like yeah. there's so many like clapping songs or somebody will oh, go yeah. jump up in front. Like It's just very like a welcoming environment to sing. Well, yeah. you, you may not have ever heard me say this, but I cannot clap and sing at the same time. <laughs> really? Because I'm rhythmically challenged. <laughs> I either got to think about the words or I got to think about the clapping. <laughs> I cannot do both. And I'd rather sing than clap. Let's get back on task as we're almost out of time. It, really? Like, it's so much fun being here, isn't it? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to have to have you come back. So let's recap. And again, if you can share, what are some of the things that have been the most important for you in staying connected to Christ? And secondarily, second, staying close to St. Peter's. Because any one of you could have chosen another church. And if you would have probably said to your parents, I want to go so-and-so, they would have said, as long as you're going to church. Mm-hmm. So what's what's kept you connected first to Christ and second to St. Peter's? A good community. A good community of people that you choose to surround yourself with that are going to back you and prioritize you and your faith and respect your commitment to God. What's helped me stay connected to Christ has been talking to him every day and just learning that he wants to be my friend and is there for me to talk to him and not be scared and intimidated by prayer. Yeah, I would just say being in the word and being in communication with God. And like Sylvia said, having those people that can hold you accountable and back you up. And I think that Venture in the community at Venture in the Sherpas, like we've already talked about, and the friends that you make there, that has been really impactful for me. So you kind of shared the answer for both of those questions, what connects you to Jesus and to St. Peter. Sylvia, I think you probably said the same thing with the community you're with. Mm-hmm. Rachel, I don't know if you answer that. You answer what kept you connected to Christ. Is there something that's connected, kept you connected to St. Peter's? 
I really like the children's ministry. I've worked a lot with Desiree and doing the nursery and helping with VBS has really helped me be engaged because the little kids are so much fun, but you also work with adults. And that's something I really like about St. Peter's. And they've really like stepped it up this year, like the Easter egg hunt, the gingerbread bash. It's been amazing. Go ahead. I would agree with Rachel. That is another way. I feel like serving in the church and I also serve in children's ministry. So seeing and being able to help other people experience Christ the way that you do is a really powerful experience. And it can, it has definitely helped me stay connected. All right. I'm going to back up and ask one more personal question. I'm going to let Dustin take over. What are you planning on doing after you get out of high school? You got another year, but it's getting closer. Oh, man. So have you thought about what your future life looks like, Sylvia? Definitely. I want to stay connected to the church, and I want to be able to find a strong Christian community when I'm in college. I think one of the biggest things I've been involved with is Camp Lakeview. Whenever I'm in college, I can apply to be a counselor at Camp Lakeview over the summer, and so that's something that I've been always wanting to do since I started going to camp as a first grader. It's just been a big thing on my priority list, and so... I would love to stay connected to the church through that. And how about career? You have a career path? Career. Oh, I have been really into the journalism program at North, and I've been given a leadership position for next year. And so I think sports media is what I would love to go into or something journalism related. Rachel, you got a plan for after high school? My plan right now is to go into nursing. And I think, yeah, people have mixed um, reactions to it. But I think it's really cool. Just you can be like a light to Jesus and show them the love just by taking care of them. I'm not sure where that will be. But everywhere I've gone, I've looked at like They have Christian campus houses, and I think those are just like the coolest things. Mm -hmm. It's so many kids on campus go there and just experience it all together. Abby? I want to be a speech pathologist, so do like speech therapy. I really enjoy, from what I've seen, the flexibility that career gives you because I love working with people, and I definitely want to do something where I can be interacting with people. Being a speech therapist is one way that I can do that. So I'm still looking at colleges. I'm not quite sure where I want to go, but Mm -hmm. definitely. Definitely staying connected through, like Rachel said, some Christian organization, or they have lots of options for that now, like on campus and stuff. So, Dustin, what did we forget to ask? I don't think we forgot anything. You, you did a good job <laughs> asking all sorts of questions, and I'm, I'm impressed that the ladies did a great job uh, just thinking on the spot. I, that's not my thing, but, but you guys did great. Uh, one thing that I'm guys, preparing them for college interviews, you know, so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But one thing that kind of came to mind is we were talking earlier about growing younger and connecting to the younger generations and some of the, the answers that you ladies had having the opportunities for youth and the younger generations, because um, I feel like this is important that we found with the millennials. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I would think it's important for your generation too is opportunities to make an impact. Um, you talked yes. about children's ministry mm-hmm. and VBS. And so think that's important too is that we create those opportunities for the younger generations to get involved to make an impact and also even you know you guys talked about valor lane and uh, walking alongside you and equipping you because hopefully one day you're doing the same thing with with somebody and so i think having those mentors and and just uh i think those are important things but having those places and those opportunities where you say hey we want to hear from you youth what do you want to make an impact on how do you want to get involved in finding those opportunities and just listen so well thanks ladies for being here i appreciate all of you and when we were starting to think through who could be great spokespersons for high school students 
all of your names just bubbled up to the top, and you've you've succeeded very well. Thanks for the, the encouragement that you've given to me. I, you know, I've shared on previous episodes. Us old guys need to see that the younger generation are excited. You guys yeah. are excited yeah. about being a part of a, a community of about continuing to stay connected to Christ, yeah. and so we appreciate that. The folks that are listening are also going to appreciate your love for Jesus and love for others. So, mm-hmm. Dusty, you yeah. want to wrap us up? Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely. I think when youth are involved and engaged in the church, it creates a vibrant church and energizes everybody. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, to kind of tie it all back together, you know, talking about the, the five by two, as you guys were kind of talking about the different answers when George asked you about being connected to Christ and staying connected to St. Peter's. We talked a lot about worship, but you guys mentioned prayer. You mentioned scripture, being in the word. And so, you know, I think the other thing is we, you know, talk about blessing others and meaningful conversations too, but those opportunities to be able to make an impact. So just kind of tying it all back together. And when we talk about the five by two, the two is, you know, kind of in our individual lives or maybe our close loved ones. And then more also with other people. And you guys talked about community and how important that is. So, yeah, this, yeah, I, I think you guys, you guys kind of touched on all those five by two things without, without us really bringing it up. But just wanted to kind of share that connection. Sylvia, uh, Rachel, and, and Abby, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. We hope that our listeners will keep joining us as we discuss discipleship and the five by two. Now go out and serve God and others.